This is Karen Hunter, and welcome to The Hub. Back in May, I did a podcast entitled Early to Bed, and it was kind of this thought around Ben Franklin's, well, he's credited with saying early to bed, early to rise makes a man healthy, wealthy, and wise, and that's kind of the mission that I've been on uh, for the last couple of years everyone listening to this podcast, I want them to be healthy, wealthy, and wise. So I was kind of processing and coming up with ways in which we could deliver this content to help people get there. And I've been reading a lot of articles and books that I'm now sharing with you in this space. And a recent article I read was by psychologist Benjamin Hardy. He wrote a book called Willpower Doesn't Work, which I'm going to break down in another podcast. But in this article, he talked about being a missionary in his 20s. And he had an epiphany because, you know, out in the field, getting up early, he started getting up early and earlier and earlier, earlier than the other missionaries, and he realized something was happening. And after months of being in the field, there was a breakthrough for him. And he shares it in this in this um, piece that he wrote. He said, within six months, he said, it was apparent that my thinking and teaching abilities were accelerating at rocket speed, and I began to stand out as a missionary. And this was just by getting up a couple of hours earlier than he normally would. And what he was doing though, in, during those couple of hours was reading. He said he would get up early and he started reading. And it put, he put this into practice, right? And he gives us this quote from Jeffrey Holland. And he said, this became crystal clear to me. He said, I frequently say to missionaries in the field, you make or break your mission every morning of your life. And you tell me how those morning hours go until you are on the streets in your mission, whatever time it is. You tell me how those hours go, and I will tell you how your day will go. Tell me how your morning goes, and I'll tell you how your day will go. He said, I will tell you how your month will go. I will tell you how your year will go and how your mission and your life will go. Just by the early morning, you can determine your entire day, week, month, year. I thought that was powerful. When I first did the Early to Bed podcast, I was focusing on getting up a couple of extra hours early to get to the gym. Now, transparently, since May, I have not been consistent with that, which is why I'm going to deal with my own willpower and the lack thereof in future podcasts because we can all do a thing for a period of time. And that's the whole notion of willpower. You can do willpower, you can do something, but can you sustain it? But that's not what I'm talking about today. Today I'm talking about getting up early. And it's something that I've, I continue to do, but now I'm going to start to shift. And thank you, Dr. Hardy, for this. He says a lot of people wake up early, first thing in the morning, they go to the gym, because that was what I was doing. And he's suggesting that you shouldn't do that. The first thing you should do is read. He says, research says that your brain, specifically the prefrontal cortex, is most active and creative immediately after you wake up in the morning. Your mind is the clearest first thing in the morning. Your energy is the highest first thing in the morning. So if your energy is high, I guess you think I should go burn that off and work out. But no, reading will actually prepare your whole day for you to be able to have the best workout. Actually working out first thing in the morning on an empty stomach in particular, which I've read some places you should do, not good. The best thing you should do, research says, is work out when you actually have some food in your system so that your body has fuel so that you can actually get a good workout in. So the best time to work out is mid-morning, somewhere around 10, 30, 11 o'clock, or after lunch, couple hour or two after lunch. That's the best time to work out. 
But this doctor, psychologist, uh, Benjamin Hardy, also says by reading first thing in the morning, by the time it gets to your workout, your workout will be more productive. So I'm going to try that. So this is what I'm doing. Uh, and I hope I can s stick to it. Lord Jesus, please help me. Help me to stick with it. Actually, I'm going to help myself stick with it because I'm going to tell you about why willpower is not the thing um, coming up. But what he's also saying is that reading, reading gets you going. So he says, read first, but don't just read anything. Read things that challenge you and mix it up. Don't read the same thing all the time. He said, if you read what everyone else reads, you'll think like everyone else thinks. I thought that was powerful. He said, some books are milk, some books are meat, some books will change your entire life, others are hardly worth the paper that they're written on. I'm reading a couple of books right now. I'm reading Passionate for Justice, which is a book about my hero, Ida B. Wells. I've been talking a little bit about this. I've actually did, done a podcast on like the first pages of this book. But in the middle of reading that book, I just finished a book called Where the Crawdads Sing by Delia Owens. And it was one of the most incredible books I've read recently. Now, I read a lot. I'm talking about from novels, from a novel perspective. It's, a, uh, it's fiction. It is a beautifully well done piece of poetry, mystery, murder mystery. I don't even want to tell you about it because I, I literally was unpacking this book, amazed at every single twist and turn that Delia Owens took me on. But the story of this young woman, the story of this young woman uh, who I didn't know what her race was. And this is how powerful it was, you know, because I'm, I'm in this very black space right now. So to enjoy a book about a young girl that's not from my culture, but can be completely tied in. But that's what reading does for you anyway, which is why you should read a bunch of stuff uh, by a bunch of different people, but make sure it's good. It's good. So he also says, don't just read two hours straight in the morning. So if you get up at five o'clock in the morning, you know, read for maybe an hour, maybe a half hour, but then write, sit there and write what you read, like ask yourself questions, go back and forth. I even did a podcast on the Socratic method and how that when you ask your brain a question, your brain has to search to find it. And it, it, it lights up certain parts of your brain that aren't normally lit up. And we, this process in the morning of reading, thinking about what you read, writing, keeping a journal about it and this and that, that actually will put you in a, in a space that really will activate all the little parts of your brain that need to be activated for you to get out there and murder it, to kill life. And I don't mean that negatively. I mean, you know what I mean. Anyway, um, so he says, take, take a half hour to an hour read, process, write, pray, meditate, think, and then go back to reading again. And you should probably do this process for two, two hours. I was recently at a conference in Florida, the Women of, of Color Empowerment Conference, and there was a panel and the woman was talking about meditating, just five, five minutes. So work that in. Work that in. Maybe let that be the last thing you do so you can meditate on the things that you want to accomplish this week or the things you want to accomplish this day and then start your day. Listening to audiobooks can be part of that as well. That'll make the process even easier, actually. So while you're listening and reading, allow some space to really think about what you've learned and measure, you know, because even novels, I, I learned so much from where the crawdads sing about a period of time. I learned about a, a, a place in North Carolina that I had never visited. I learned about, you know, the power of the mind. I learned about the power of education. I mean, this book was powerful. And now I'm reading uh, the book two of the end games in addition to the, the uh, passionate for justice book. So I like keep it mixed up. That's a young uh, adult book, children's book, you know, teen book. 
and then I got that nonfiction book, and then I have a book about black wealth that I'm also, I just found it was in the backseat of my car. I was like, I thought I lost it. So that I'm changing my process. I'm not heading to the gym first thing in the morning. I'm going to sit and read, and I pray that I can just do this for 21 days and then let this be a lifestyle. So um, I just want to remind you, this process for me, which I'm sharing with you, is about being the best me I can be. And so that requires us tweaking some things. If you are doing the same thing you were, you were doing for the last year, then how are you growing? If you are doing the same thing you were doing for the last 10 years, how is your life going to improve? If you have the same priorities and goals that you had last year, then what did you learn over the last 12 months? And where are you going over the next 12 months? I think, you know, if each of us are striving to be the best people we can be, uh, on this earth and during the little bit of time that we get to be here, then how much greater is the world going to be if we're all, you know, kind of in the same mindset. So thank you for listening. Um, I hope you enjoyed this podcast. Let me know. Follow me on Twitter at Karen Hunter. Use the hashtag podcast. Let me know what you think. Um, share it with as many people as you can. And